The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Okay. So, landing, landing in your body. Connecting, connecting with sensations of your body, contacting the earth. Receiving, receiving the sensations of your body, sitting or lying down. Allowing your mind to settle one breath at a time, just arriving again and again. Letting go of all the thinking and all the content. Ah, Just settling, just settling in the body in this moment. Relaxing, relaxing the muscles of the body as much as possible, receiving. Receiving the breath, the in-breath and the out-breath. And now consider that This breath right here, this in-breath, this out-breath, this could be my last breath. There may not be another in-breath after this. It is possible that I could die and not breathe another in-breath. This could be my last in-breath, and this could be my last out-breath. Right here, right now. 
And with the out-breath, relaxing, letting go. In many ways, we really don't know. There could be a meteorite undetected. That could hit the earth right here. This could be your last breath. It's not impossible. What if it were? It is possible that I could die right now. The length of this in-breath and out-breath would be my last moments in life. Just enough time for one last in-breath and last out-breath. And then that's it. Letting yourself relax and receive. Relaxing and receiving the in-breath and the out-breath. As if they were your last. It's okay for this practice to be creative. Because at times, 
the ego does not want to buy it or believe it. No, it's not my last breath. Come on. What if it were? How can you be more creative? And hanging in there, hanging in there. Now and then it might be helpful, if you wish, to hold your breath. So there is no in-breath for a while. And see what that could bring up, a sense of urgency in the body. Don't do this too often. Sometimes it takes a while for this practice to really take hold. And some creativity is required. And when the mind and heart really connect with this practice, some terror can arise. If some terror should arise, relax and make space. Make space for the practice to land more deeply.
Any quick questions or reflections on this practice? Before we take our lunch break in five minutes. Any observations you'd like to share? Any questions, points of clarification of how it works? I think the part that um, I could really feel was the holding the breath. And I could feel the body like want to fight it. And then I had like an image of like a hand going up for like air or something. And um, yeah, almost this, yeah, this fighting spirit inside that just like really wants to live. And, yeah, that really came through and just the holding of the breath. And it's not something I've ever, I guess, contemplated in that way, how holding a breath can really bring that up intensely in the body. So I appreciated that. Thank you. And I appreciate you sharing that. And and it is interesting how the the self-preservation instinct feels primordial. It's intense. I remember um, years ago, <clears throat> one of the times I had to brush with death and I was in a small zodiac in the Strait of Magellan. Long story short, um, it wasn't clear whether we were going to make it. And having done mindfulness of death, I thought, okay, I'll just relax, I'll let go. I'll freeze to death in the water in four minutes, you know, it'll be... And then this de- this inten- intense, primordial desire to live came that I didn't know. It And the voice was, I'm going to kick and try to keep myself as warm and as long as possible. Like, I, I don't want to die. Like, wow, okay, all right, here we go. It's very interesting to, to, to feel that. And also, if if and when death comes to to be at peace with it. So both and. Thank you. Any other questions? Yeah. I don't know. It's not really a question, but something new that I noticed. I feel like a lot of the, what I've interpreted the practice and the teachings of mindfulness as death is that like you're going to die, so make your life intentional and meaningful. Um, and I kind of noticed the opposite come up where I was, um, I felt like a lot of the pressure I had put on myself because I know I'm going to die to live a meaningful life was, um, to let go of that a bit. And I think that was actually really cool. Um, I don't know, I guess there's probably a balance somewhere, but it was almost like, you know, it it doesn't actually matter. Like it's okay to like watch a little bit of TV, like the world's not going to end because you turned on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad you bring that up because what is important is really the balance. And sometimes, actually, 
um, if you're exhausted and tired and your mind is numb to say, okay, now work more and practice more. It's just not the wise thing to do. It's not the compassionate thing to do. Sometimes it is wise and compassionate to go and veg in front of Netflix. It actually is. But you have to have wisdom about it. When is it wise? When is it not wise to be kind and compassionate? I remember learning this from, again, years ago when I started my practice hearing is one of my um, um, Chan teachers, um, a Chinese Zen, was talking about this. You know, sometimes it is skillful to just veg. I'm like, oh, really? So I pass it on. It, it is. Yeah. And that gentleness that you also realize, that, yeah, the letting go is part of this practice. Letting go and the ease, the freedom is part of it. So thanks for bringing that in. So we're going to take an hour for lunch and the invitation is, if you wish, um, to see if you like to practice with this over lunch for some period, maybe not the whole time. You're also welcome to, to have lunch together and and this is a speaking lunch where you can talk and 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 um, explore more and practice more and and of course you're welcome to talk about anything and yet if you want to stay in this field, stay. I mean how often do you get the chance to explore and discuss and and, and be in this field with people who are here specifically for that. So notice if your mind, if your conversation kind of wants to go to like, oh, not death, like kind of avoiding the topic. See if there's something there, like what if you brought it back? Just exploring. Again, there's no shoulds, just exploring and seeing where you are. And you're welcome to spend time together. And also, if you wanted to take some time to practice with, with, um, this could be my last breath, or, um, my last step if you decide to take a walk after lunch Um, or this could be my last morsel of food by the time I've chewed and finished this this is also part of the teachings in the Maranasati Sutta Uh, the idea here is what what the Buddha taught is not to consider oh yeah I'll die you know what if I died in a year what if I died in a month or two weeks or tomorrow or tonight it's like right here bringing the immediacy that's the idea and the sutta goes as long as the, the length of this in breath is at this breath or the length of eating a morsel of food it's really short so it's about bringing up the immediacy uh, to see what that brings up and also to say one last thing is um with this practice, something that can come up, and I've noticed in my own practice come up, is, is as I was saying during the guided meditation, the mind is the mind can go, no, nah, it's not really my last breath. Come on, uh. and then you say, no, no, what if it were? What if it were? And at some point, it connects. Some point, it can connect. Like, wow, this could really be my last breath. I, I could die. I could really die. And when the heart and the mind really grocks it, there is a sense of terror can come up. They can show up in many different ways. One that's already been expressed. Another way they can show up is, ah, I'm mortal. I'm going to die. And the, and the fact of death really hits home that I can die. I will die. And when that happens, relax, make space for the terror. And 
it, it can be like this, the, this practice, kind of ease, ease, yeah, 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 this could be my last breath, this could be my last breath. Okay, you can do it for a while, and then all of a sudden, like, whoa, it, it comes alive, it clicks, and then something happens. And then you write that, you make more space for it. And then after you've practiced like this a few times, the mind can go, and this has happened for me, like, oh, I got this. I'm not afraid of my death. Yeah, I've got this. There's no, there's no terror or fear left. And then you do it, and then it clicks again, and you go deeper and deeper and deeper. So, so be open and curious about this practice as it might open up for you, not just today, but over time. As I said, this was my primary practice for, for a long time every day. Okay, it's 12.34, so let's, let's take an hour from 12.35, be back here at 1.35, and uh, we'll put, um, I guess, tables out? Yeah, and if you haven't brought your lunch and don't know the area, um, I think Chris can come and ask yeah, Chris can and tell you. The shortest answer is there's a Whole Foods on El Camino about three blocks down. There you go. Shortest answer. Whole Foods three blocks down on El Camino. Okay. Thank you all and see you in an hour. And we'll do a lot of interactive and and writing and writing obituaries and things like that this afternoon. So, okay. <laughs>